new on Curiosity Stream. With my infrared drone, I can see what others can't. Drone pilot Doug Thrawn uses his bird's eye view for the ultimate good, saving animals from desperate situations around the globe. Join the rescue effort on a new season of Doug to the Rescue. And you captured a Confederate steamboat. We're taking the ship to freedom. An enslaved crew, a stolen vessel, and a Civil War dash to salvation on impossible escapes. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Show, the place where WEEI.com's Rob Bradford talks all things that interest him. Some of which you might just want to listen to. So sit back and soak in another episode of the soon-to-be award-winning show a whole bunch of people are talking about. Bradford Show. Here's Rob Bradford. Welcome to another edition of the Bradford Show, sponsored as always by Ghoul's Distinctive Clothing, the people who make me look so darn good, and Hub New England Insurance. Go to hubne.com and be mesmerized. Today's guest, Red Sox bench coach Tori Lovello, a regular here on the Brad Foe Show. Lovello is going to be talking about all things Red Sox, what went wrong in the first half of the season, what can possibly go right, and how they are planning the Red Sox, that is, getting things right. So let's kick it off. Thursdays with Tori. Here from the field on Target Field, Minneapolis, Minnesota. You're looking live. Tori Lovello, bench coach, Boston Red Sox. In the rearview mirrors, the first half of the season, looking straight ahead right after today's game toward the second half. How much optimism uh, was was um, gleaned over the over the last five games? I, I want to say that it, it, it has given us a little extra hope and the way that we have never lost hope. You know, I think that we're, we're not playing our best baseball. We're all aware of that in Boston, and um, it's been frustrating. It's been a tough road for us. So we know moving forward, we started to play a little bit better baseball towards the back half of that, uh, uh, the pre-All-Star break games, and we're ready to go. I think that as soon as we get on the airplane tonight and we head back to Boston, you know, it's going to be full systems go for a good second half. Alex Spear asked me to ask you this question, um, so because we work together and it's multitasking. But I think it's a good question, which is, has what has happened from this year, 
from from last year change your perception on how dramatic something can change in baseball? We say, you know, it's day to day and things change day to day, and baseball's a fickle game, a fickle mistress, you know, all of that. But has this changed your perception of how that is? A little bit, but you know, I'm going to use something that Sparky Anderson taught me. It's that the coaches and John in the front office. We didn't get dumb overnight. He said that? He said Sparky Anderson said that? Sparky Anderson said that about coaches by saying, do you see uh, Tom Kelly? The, the, the Minnesota Twins weren't playing good the year after they won the World Series. Tom Kelly didn't get stupid overnight or in one year. So we, we are the same. The players are basically the same, and they didn't learn, they didn't forget how to play baseball overnight. I just think it comes with the grind of the day-to-day operations that, that go along with baseball. You have good moments where you get that big base hit, it's kind of a carryover effect to the next day. We haven't gotten that big base hit. That's nobody's fault. The pitchers have gotten wiser. The games are a little bit cleaner against the Boston Red Sox because we're the world champions. What is So with that in mind, going down this line of questioning, when you come out of spring training, you, you did everything you could to prepare you guys, did everything you could to prepare for the season, turning the page, preparation, thinking you have things under control, and, you know, and everything's never going to go perfect in spring training. Looking back, what was the biggest surprise of said, we thought we had this managed heading into the season, and maybe looking back, it took a turn that we weren't expecting? Uh, yeah, that's a very broad question. I, I think that the big thing from day one of the season towards the end of spring training was losing Shane Victorino really hurt us. He is a table setter. He is a leader by example. He is an energized player. He is a center fielder playing right field in Fenway. I, th- I think that kind of put us behind the eight ball, but it created a little of opportunity for some players. It took us a little while to figure out that that player would be Brock Holt. Um, I think we raised some expectations on some guys and maybe those expe- expectations put a little bit of pressure on certain players who didn't perform for the first month of the season. And by that time we were a little bit behind and uh, you know it's hard to play catch up in the, in the big leagues, it's hard to play catch up in the AL East when teams were gunning for us. Thank you for calling it a broad question and not a bad question. Uh, so so you, look at, you look at those five games that we just talked about. And one of the things I thought, with the, the dynamic you have, with the players you have now, maybe you're able to manage a little bit more. You know, maybe just a little bit. And you know, Jackie's hitting a little bit more. You have Mookie's speed. And does it? Did it feel that way? Just because of the the different dynamic? Did you feel that that you know, some point this year, you really were a station to station team, and maybe you were able to manage things, you know, more aggressively now. Well, you and I have spoken about this a few times. We knew that we lost Jacoby and we lost Shane Victorino's speed because of the injury. We knew that we were going to be a little bit different team. We try not to be stationed the station, but, you know, we have to be careful. We don't want to make outs on the bases. Now, all of a sudden, you compound things with us not playing well, and we are making outs on the bases. So not only does losing team speed hurt us, uh, forcing things also started to hurt us a little bit, and that's where we probably reached our low in the first half. But you inject a few guys that, that can play at a different level as far as moving around the bases and kind of injecting some energy. Um, you know, and, and Mookie Betts' name is at the head of that list. He's a very exciting player. One play that kind of signified a little bit of our turnaround was him advancing to second base on a play that was just a common ground ball the first place. I think everybody understands the play I'm talking about. A bang, bang play, he saved at second base. But it kind of we raised an eyebrow at that moment. Thought, what a risk, an incredible risk, but it was a pretty dynamic play. 
Um, uh, Jackie Bradley also coming on offensively. We all knew that he was very capable of it. The front office really believed in him, and we're watching that translate into a pretty productive player. He is leading the, the, the all center fielders in baseball with the ultimate zone rating. He's leading the American League in assists, outfield assists. So we know that these young players are coming into their own. When was your last All-Star game? My last All-Star game was the Pacific Coast League against the uh, International League in, I think, 2007. So you weren't a player? I was a coach. I don't even know if that counts. I mean, this is an honor here for me to be here in a big league All-Star game. When, when, was, when was your last as a player? My last as a player was as an injured player uh, in 1998. I was an International League All-Star, but I didn't get to participate. I was just kind of wandering around like Matt Wieters is here today. Uh, well, I, I, I hope that I hope this was an enjoyable experience for you. And Alex Spear is actually standing right over here. If I could just bring him in for a second. If I could just bring him in for a second. It's a lot of pressure now. So it's I, I so 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 I, I had asked Monster. so I, I had asked the question that you asked me to ask him, but. I want you to ask him, and if it's good enough, if you think you're going to give the same answer, then you say, that's fine, I've already given that answer. But if not, then if you could answer it. You have now overseen the, the pinnacles of success, a world championship. You are currently in last place. You inherited a team preceding that pinnacle of success that was coming out of last place. How do you explain the profound year-to-year -year vo volatility of what you're seeing unfold on a baseball field? And what does it do to your worldview? Your Weltanschauung, if you prefer the German. I'm not really listening to you, Alex, right now because I need yeah. to go take a photo with the American League All-Stars. I really apologize. And if people could see me, I'm changing into my gear right now. I could say that. I'm sorry that I said that to Alex. I could see myself saying that more to you than him, that I'm not listening to you right now. But I really have to go. Can we answer this question another minute? No, that, no that's fine. But the demographic, our demographic of 20-year-old girls is very excited that you said that you're just changing on the field. Thank you, Tori. All right, guys. Alex. New on Curiosity Stream. From time to time, we have collisions between asteroids and the Earth. We track them, we study them, we hope the big one never comes. Don't look up, it's Asteroid Rush. And alligators. They rarely get sick, they even outlasted the dinosaurs. Could they hold the secret to human longevity? Their blood could have antibacterial applications. Wade into the investigation on immortal alligators. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. 
The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors have the expertise to find exactly what you need and the ethics to do the right thing, even when it's the harder thing. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are.